Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Some leather-lunged New Yorker. He's cheering for the Panthers, but he's behind me. And he was making all these jokes. He's like, yeah, the Panthers are losing by a hair. I heard these Florida fans are rabid, but this is ridiculous. Anyways, and then security came down, right from from everybody, because the rabbit's not hurting anybody. I was kind of hoping the rabbit would crap all over the kids. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. It's me, the champ. It's hour two of the RP Show, and uh, what a day. It's all you can do is laugh. All you can do is laugh. We're having a great time with our audience today on Game Plus Television. There's just nothing better than live. Nothing beats live, both good and bad. And I welcome back in from beautiful Prince Edward Island, Canada, Darren Moose-Dupont, who I was, Darren, remiss in hour one of getting a Canada Winter Games update. And by the way, you look very clear, very sharp out there. Uh, PEI's looking good on you. But listen. Thank you. John Ohm from Winnipeg has written in. He says he's got to run. He says, stay warm, Rod. He's been watching in Winnipeg. Can't watch for hour two. And I'm like, okay. I think I told you we are here from IKS Studio. I know this town. Only sp- uh, spent a quarter century living here. So I went and parked in a heated garage, underground garage, just to thaw my vehicle out today, man. Uh, the, again, those people watching the southern United States, they don't get it. And they ask me how cold it gets. You cannot accurately explain how cold it gets. And it's minus 38 with the wind chill. I don't care whether that's Celsius or Fahrenheit. That's damn cold. Okay. It's almost the same. (laughs) It's almost the same. The two dials meet at minus 40. And the way I would describe the cold is when you pull up to the drive-thru in the morning to get your coffee, you have to open your door. You have to pull too far for it and open your door because the window won't roll down. It's frozen shut. Oh, of course. Of course. Vehicles are not meant to run in this. <laughs> so I, I, and I'm telling you, usually it's in the lobby of Orange Theory Fitness. They're like, Rod, tell us. It's like people here. Rod, tell us some rider stories. There, it's like, Rod, how cold does it get in Canada? Tell us about the North Pole. That basically is. And I got into my vehicle this morning. The seat is a rock. It's like sitting on a bed of rock. Yes, it is. You know, and that's what your tires are. It's flipping horrible. And then beyond that, I got my Bet Regal robe with me. And I'm waiting at some point to bring up the NHL top five, bottom five, where I can put it on. But I've been rolling back and forth on the floor in my office chair. The robe's all gummed up in the wheels of the chair. (laughs) So I'm just like, yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. That's funny. Well, uh, Jason in Red Deer says, do you guys really live in igloos? And, um, oh, man. 
obviously no but that's the, that's the that's the US thing and uh, we're going way off script here and actually I wanted to there's been so much talk and bunk of NHL trade deadline stuff and that interview last hour with Ian Mendez was great like I've been around Ian I thought we worked together at the score 20 years ago but that was a long time ago and he's like this might be a little over the top just like it's it's every network's trying to outdo each other. Every blogger's trying to outdo each other. Every insider's trying to outdo each other, and it's just uh, <laughs> it's fried my brain, you know. So I will just say this about these the people in South Florida when they ask about it here. It's not about igloos, but I often say, "Have you watched Yellowstone?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I said, "It's just like Yellowstone," which, quite frankly, my life is. And they're like, "Really? Are you guys shooting each other up there?" Sometimes, yes. <laughs> and, uh, well, I, 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 yeah, I'm not going to go down that road. I'll tell you later in the break. <laughs> I don't want to get in too much trouble. Okay. Yeah. Give me a winter games update while I thaw my brain. You got it. I mean, we're in day five. Uh, Saskatchewan, I, I, you know, I'll give we have a, we have a lot of listeners in Saskatchewan, so I'll give them the Saskatchewan. Up. That's why I'm here. The home. It's fine. Yeah, uh, working with them up to five medals. Just just found out um, our flag bearer Luca Veeman, who's an international flag bearer, one of the top uh, speed skater, one of the top in Canada. Their events just got postponed. Um, the sun is causing problems for the outdoor oval in Halifax. So that's happening. It's a day off for uh, Saskatchewan's hockey team, but I'm going to go down and watch UConn and uh, Gavin McKenna, the number one pick in the Bantam draft uh, by the uh, uh, Medicine at Tigers. He's the leading scorer in the tournament. He's great. In two games, I think he had 16 points, six goals in the one game. Um, so I haven't got to watch him live yet. I'm going to do that this afternoon. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, the table tennis has been outstanding. Our hockey boys were over there watching the table tennis this morning. That's right in the hotel in the conference center. That's been a lot of fun. The gymnastics is going well. So uh, week one is uh, is rolling here uh, in uh, Halifax. I'm and, glad to hear that. Uh, I did a little Google search this morning. I was looking for a photo of the Canada Winter Games. And thank you, saltwire.com, for providing the ringette photo that I posted to uh, rodpeterson.com today. But I, my point is this. We're a talk show, and we have to just slow things down. I thought last hour went r- really well. It was exactly what I wanted it to be. I need people to back off because they're like, what about the Scotties? What about the this? What about the that? I don't care about the Scotties. I don't. We're not Sports Center. okay? So for the breaking news today that McLeod Bethel Thompson has signed with the USFL's New Orleans Breakers, that's a pretty big deal. We you know we analyzed that with Wes Cates and got into we got into the heart of the matter that he's from Columbus, Ohio, where we have many viewers and listeners on Buckeye Cable. They carry Game Plus. Mo Egger in Cincinnati has sent me a photo of his television in his living room. He's like, "What the? I'll be damned! You're on my cable TV." <laughs> yep. That's in Cincinnati. But anyways, do you know who we found that's famous? Were you watching earlier with Wes? Do you see who's famous from Columbus, Ohio? I wasn't. Okay. This is going to blow your mind. Okay. You're sitting down. I, I said, Wes Cates, second all-time leading rusher in Saskatchewan Rough Riders history, Grey Cup champion. I said, who else famous is from Columbus, Ohio? And he said, uh, Buster Douglas, who, by the way, is famous, the fighter Buster Douglas. I Googled it. Beverly D'Angelo's from Columbus, Ohio. Ellen Griswold from the 
National Lampoon's Vacation what? Series. I'm like, yeah, but forget about the rest of all you. <laughs> Ellen Griswold, Sparky. <laughs> and then our guy, um, Glenn in Medicine Hat, said uh, Jack, Nichols, uh, Jack Nicholas is from there, the Golden Bear. So oh, how about he's that? He's pretty good. Yeah. How it's a that? coffee sports talk show. Clark, and back slow down. <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> oh, the greatest. The greatest. I love that they had her in every one of the movies because they rotated out the kids all the time. Right? Yeah. Rusty. So, anyways, uh, Ryan is watching in Manitoba. Ryan Schultz, he said, Val Marie, Saskatchewan is the spitting image of Yellowstone. Yeah, there's a lot of areas that are, but that's, again, what I say to the people in South Florida because it's so different from there. You look at all my photos, and when we're doing the show from South Florida, it's a postcard every flipping day. Every day. I'm like, I can't believe that I live here. Every day. But then you look at Yellowstone, and that's pretty cool too, but it couldn't be more different in landscape. You know what I mean? It's hard to believe that it's the same continent. Anyways, back on point, because it is a sports talk show, Darren. I asked this. We got it rolling with Ian Mendez last hour from The Athletic. I got to tell you, you can subscribe to The Athletic for only a dollar a month if you're a new subscriber. And it's probably worth it because sports journalism is going the way of the dodo. That, that's not a topic that we'll get into here now. But Eric Duhachek is a Hall of Fame writer, covered the Calgary Flames for years. And he's got a great article there today on The Athletic that says, listen, you can talk about which teams are going to be the most active at the trade deadline in terms of sellers. But here's why what you're hearing's wrong. He's like, Jonathan Taves probably won't move because of his health situation now with the COVID. Patrick Kane, you've, one of our good friends put the list up. Kane, Patrick Kane would like to go to Edmonton, Vegas, or Dallas. DeHatchik's like, no, it's in his contract. The only place he'll go is the Rangers. He wants to play with Artemi Panarin. You know, so saying all of that, and my other thing is Timo Meyer, Eric Carlson are both on contracts of 10 and 11 $0.5 million. Tell me again how Doug Wilson got into the Hockey Hall of Fame handing out contracts like that, and now they're trying to get rid of them? Whatever. I know. But is it too early? I want to ask the viewers who you and listeners who you think will be in the Stanley Cup final. Because clearly, I said Calgary, Florida going into the year, and that was my heart ahead of my head, which I always succumb to my heart over my head that's just me that's why people watch the show but i might be wrong ian mendez said carolina winnipeg Ooh. and by the way i don't think today there's no wrong answers nobody's gonna remember all this who will it be is this the year that the canadian drought for the stanley cup ends it's the 30-year anniversary it would be a very telling great year to end it uh, I might spend some time thinking about this, and I don't want to, you know, I guess I'm throwing you a curve, but. No. Who do you think it could I'm going to go with my, my preseason prediction, I think, is the same. And I think it was Colorado, Carolina. Yeah. I think the Avs, you know, they're going to get in, I, or they're, they're going to be close to get, they should get in. And if they get in with the, with the group they have and, and the, the experience, I could see them pulling a Tampa Bay, getting right back to the final. So, and Jason. I like Carolina a lot. I'm sorry. And when you said that, I remember singing it. Heads, Colorado, tails, Carolina, or something like that. Colorado, Carolina. Yeah. I get it. It's 
Heads Carolina, Tails California is the song, Jody Messina. But Jason and Red Deer says, my pick for the Stanley Cup final rematch of 2006, Canes versus Oilers. And the Oilers lose again. But he's a Flames fan. Oh, no. Very interesting, Zach in Calgary, a Flames fan who, incidentally, I've hung out with at Flames games. He says, I hope to see Toronto. But I think it's Winnipeg Rangers. Dun, dun, Spicy. Dun. Nobody's Rangers. in Boston. Now, hang on. Nelson, uh, our VP of Sim Events, says Boston feels unstoppable, don't they? From Swerve in Calgary, he says Boston against anyone. And that's the thing. We have our top five, bottom five coming up. Trust me if I get my robe unrolled from the bottom of my chair here. Um, they are number one in goals for. They are number one in goals against. <laughs> They're so far away, number one. They're tied for the best start in NHL history by any team. The Boston Bruins. And it's just odd that the game that I saw them play live in Florida, they set an NHL record by giving up a game and losing it in a 27-second span. Yeah. Where they, so it tells me, though, that they can be beaten. That's what that they tells can. me. Yeah, and that's what happens in the playoffs. You never know. So I wouldn't, you know, anybody can get in. There's so many good teams. But, um, yeah, Boston, I mean, on paper, who else uh, would you put ahead of Boston right now? I'm sticking you with can't. what I had, but you can't. No, you can't. Wonderful discussion with John Paddock yesterday, however, the head coach and general manager of God's team, saying the East beats up on each other. That Toronto-Tampa Bay series last year was uh, take no prisoners. Yes, so well, wouldn't it be nice to go into a Stanley Cup playoff while you're doing your pool or dropping some change down at Bet Regal when you knew for a fact what's going to happen? You just don't. And this is funny, by the way. Uh, Jason in Red Deer writes back and says, I'm an unbiased Flames fan, though, Rod. I am more of a hockey fan, LOL. That's hilarious because it actually makes sense. <laughs> like Kevin the Medium, yeah. Kevin the Medium, I was in his living room watching the BC Lions playing the Calgary Stampeders in the playoffs last year, and I was like, we both know Kevin. You've met Kevin. He's come down to Gray Eagle. I'm like, I thought we could sit and have a rational football discussion here while watching this game. He's going crazy. He's got pom-poms. He's jumping up and down, frothing at the mouth. I'm like, you're an irrational fan. I can't talk to you about the game. You've lost your mind. And he fully admitted it. But here's Jason. He's like, yeah, I am. He still refers to himself as an irrational fan. Here's Jason and Red. You're going, uh, I'm a Flames fan, but uh, I can be convinced otherwise. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've heard all week. But it's so great about sports. Like, yeah. you know, I can sit here and be pretty level-headed about everything. But when my team's playing, when I'm watching a Titans game or I'm right into a Leafs game, everything I say doesn't make sense. Everything makes is sense. the worst or the best. Yeah, That makes sense, too. That yeah. makes sense, too. You know, um, I don't know. Were you sitting with me in the four-season sports palace when the Regina Pats were in the league final and we were watching the game on television? Were you with me? No, I wasn't. Because there was a fight over what to put on the big screen in, right. in the four seasons. Uh, some guys wanted NHL, and I went there specifically to watch the WHL final. 
And the reason I bring that up was it's the only time in my life that I've sworn on social media. It was the only time I was so mad at the Pats, <laughs> my own team, and then I deleted it because uh, whomever I was sitting with was, um, you can't say that. You can't swear on social media. I deleted it. and of course, People had screenshotted it and right. held it against me. The point is the Pats are the only team, the Regina Pats are the only team that get me so emotionally worked up <laughs> that I would swear on social media. And there, there, there's the interesting thing that we've learned there. Uh, Rich in Edmonton, staunch Oilers and Elks fan, says, I curse and swear wife and daughter leave the room soon after. <laughs> I'm not sitting here holier than loud than anybody. I get it. But I can have a, co a, a rational conversation with anybody when anybody else is playing, but not the Regina Pats in a league final. We'll be back, and uh, we'll do the NHL Top 5, Bottom 5. Tell the boys if you're ready for bad beats as well. Sammy Costantino coming up from Rogers Sportsnet. We're live on Game Plus TV, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Because -ba -ba. it's a heave-ho. hi oh Stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? Lewis slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swab in the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profit stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Hey, the exclusive betting partner of the RP show is Bet Regal, and I found it, Moose. I got it ready to roll. We're talking bad beaks. It's that time of week for our exclusive betting partner in sportsbook. Bet Regal, uh, and again, because it's a new future, a new feature. Before you get into your bad beat of the week, can you tell the folks what it is? Yeah, it is when you have a win in betting right within your grasp and at the last second something unforeseen happens and pulls victory right out of your hands. That's a bad beat. You thought you've had it won and just like the goal last night. Just like the goal last night. I thought he had his first career goal pulled oh, away. Adam That's Beckman. A bad beat. That's, That's what a bad it is. Beat. Oh, no kidding. That would have been beat. a wonderful prop bet, too. Who scores their first NHL goal tonight? Adam Beckman. That is a wonderful bad beat. Adam Beckman, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan kid, former Spokane chief, has his first NHL goal taken off the board because of an offside review by former Blade Todd McClellan. You're putting me in a bad <laughs> mood. That's a wonderful bad beat, Moose. Way to go. Nice That's work. That's a bad beat. 
All but right. The two, um, I was, I, the two I had prepared, yeah. though, if I can go quick. Um, we're once, it's starting to come back out of the Super Bowl now, right? And who lost the most money? It was yes. people who had Jarek McKinnon scoring a touchdown, an anytime touchdown, and he slid down at the one-yard line to run out the clock. And the other one was probably worse. It was Kenneth Gainwell to score the first touchdown of the game. The odds were so great. It was plus 1,600. People had huge wins. And a holding call pulled it back at the beginning of the game, and he didn't score the touchdown. So those were the couple that are spilling out now. Some wonderful bad beats from our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. As you see, I got the rope working, <laughs> and it's warm. <laughs> You're yeah. going to see me walking down Victoria Avenue in this baby. People are going to be going, hey, they're going to go, that's the Burger King. That's what they're going to be saying. <laughs> this yeah, thing is are. warm, and it's full length. Okay, it's time for the weekly NHL top five, bottom five for our friends at Bet Regal. Are you ready, Moose? Are you ready to go? Top five for I'm the National ready. Hockey Let's League. Go. All right, number one team in the National Hockey League. It's uncontested. It's the Boston Bruins. They are rolling. Scored the most, allowed the least. Could be the best team ever. They're a wagon. The Boston Bruins. Mm -hmm. Number two, the Toronto Maple Leafs. And by the way, I agonized on my top five. So I hope people appreciate the work I put into it. And I hope they agree. Um, they're rolling. <laughs> they're rolling too with Ryan O'Reilly. A hattie last night. Plan the parade. Toronto, officially you can. Number three is the Carolina Hurricanes. For whatever reason, I'm not sold yet, but they've won four in a row. Carolina, number three. Number four, the Winnipeg Jets. As far as I'm concerned, they're the best team in the NHL's Western Conference. And that may be all you need as the East beats up on each other in the playoffs. And number five, the New Jersey Devils. No matter what, they're the comeback team of the year. And general manager Tom Fitzgerald is the general manager of the year in the National Hockey League. Bottom five, let's go fast. Number 28, the Vancouver Canucks. Not much to look forward to in Vancouver, I'm sorry. Number 29, the Chicago Blackhawks. Stop winning. They've won three in a row. Number 30, the San Jose Sharks. The Sharks should be tanking, and soon they will be with these trades. At least they better. Number 31, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Again, they should be better, but here we are. And the worst team in the NHL, Bravo, the Anaheim Ducks. They've lost six in a row, their last place overall. They're finally doing something right. Losing. That's the top five, bottom five of the National Hockey League. I'm telling you, I agonized over it. Agree or disagree? I bet. I don't, yeah, I don't have a lot of, you know, to disagree on. Arizona, like, you know, you want to save hockey in the desert. You've got points in nine of ten. Five of those are wins. You've got to stop getting points. Same with Chicago, who have won three in a row. Um, but in your top five, yeah, I don't have a lot of argument there. The, the, the Lightning are right there, 6-2-2 two and two in their last 10. The Rangers, 7-1-2. and two, But uh, a, a great top five, bottom five. I'm not done yet with uh, asking for the Stanley Cup final predictions. Again, Moose has gone with Carolina, Colorado, and I'm actually very impressed with the fact that you are not changing it. Way to go, Moose. Um, Thank you. Yeah. I've completely scrapped mine, Calgary, <laughs> Florida. And I'm not sure right now as we sit here today that I'm willing to come up with another two just yet. Um, from Janet, the Four Seasons, she says, it doesn't matter which one of my favorite teams are playing. I yell and curse. My kids leave the room as soon as it's turned on because they know. Allie in Texarkana says, Bernard to the Ducks. 
That would be okay. It was interesting if yeah. you saw the interview with the voice of the Pats yesterday here, Dante DeCary. Uh, I feel like he he's he's going to be in a glass case of emotion when the season ends and Connor Bedard leaves. Trust me, I've been there. <laughs> I can sit here. Everybody's talking about what they know and what they think they know, trade deadline, and I'd rather just sit here and tell stories. Like I remember when I was Dante's age, early 20s, voice of a team. When we lost out with the Regina Pats when I was working for them, voice of the team to the Prince Albert Raiders in Game 7, Eastern Semifinal, I couldn't come into work the next day. I was that upset. I got a call from well, I wasn't out partying year-end stuff, not at all. That came a few days later. <clears throat> I was the same age as the players, for God's sakes. But my boss, Jeff Courier, is like, where the hell are you? I'm like, we lost last night. I'm collecting myself. He's like, get your ass in here. You got to work. That's what I realized. Oh, oh, no time for pouting. That's right. Have times changed? Because that's way the way it was back then. Right. It was get back to work. You lost. You got to leave that at the rink. You're not part of the yes. team, right? I mean... <sighs> There's all of that, but I get it. You know, when when you when your team loses like that, that sits with you for a few days, for sure. Yes. Well, back then it did. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, move on. Um, and I'm sitting here literally going, okay, let me check the big board. It is currently Moose, just so you know. Minus yeah. 26. It's warming up, man. <laughs> I'll be busting out. Uh, sunscreen with the wind chill minus 36. And as we said earlier, Fahrenheit, Celsius, it don't matter. (laughs) It's damn cold. But I'm like, if that's the biggest problems in my life, it's good. I'll be fine. Uh, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says, I can't watch a Rough Riders game at a pub. My friends try to invite me out all the time, and I constantly turn them down because... I'm pacing around a pub and swearing is reserved for my own home. I'm not sure there's any right or wrong way to watch sports. The reason, if anybody just tuned this in, is, you know, can you watch your team around your friends? You are a Tennessee Titans fan. You, Darren, will not really watch a game, a Titans game with anybody else. Correct? No, at home, on my couch, usually by myself. Leanne will watch, but... Yeah, I don't want to watch the game with anybody else. And I've struggled with that, too. I thought, what if the Leafs make the final? Like, you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs, if they made it to a Stanley Cup, where would I want to be? And I'd probably want to be at home watching it by myself, if I'm being honest. I'm loving the comments from the audience today. This is what I wanted. Coffee talk, sports talk, and not like anything else you're ever going to see anywhere. I'm wearing a robe, for God's sakes. Who does that? I just thinking that. Well, um, I was watching a show this morning, I don't mind saying, out of uh, Vegas, uh, a television sports show, and it was live. And I'm like, there's nothing like this. There's a sizzle to live. Anybody can write in anytime and get to me or you. 902-518-3033. There's a vibe to it. A palpable vibe. Yeah. From Craig, our director of scouting, who will be in here on Friday, Craig Smith. He says, I'm glad people don't hear me during a Jets game. Uh, regarding your team losing, Allie in Texar, Canada, Canna says, it can sting for days. Yes, only if you let it. Talk to me and my colleague, Rand Teed, about that. 
Uh, Stephen in North Dakota has just jogged me back onto this zany road that we've been on here today. He goes, uh, where is it? Stephen in North Dakota. Great time to barbecue. There's no mosquitoes. Back to the Yellowstone thing, Darren. For those that say this yes. part of the world's like Yellowstone, and that's what I tell my Florida friends, it's, it's Yellowstone. If you want to know where I'm from, it's Yellowstone. So you'll like this. I'm talking to my brother this morning on the phone, the cowboy, and uh, we have to go in and negotiate a land deal, the two of us, and we're doing it tomorrow night. So I'm glad I'm here for this. And I was bitching and whining about how cold it is. And he's like, yeah, well, at least it's not blowing snow. I started laughing. I'm like, well, there is that. We have visibility. <laughs> I don't know whether our vehicle's going to start or not. And I'm driving down the road, but at least I can see. And then with the, the land side. deal, yeah, and then with the land deal, which is, uh, I, and I don't mind saying, uh, but I think the people that were doing the land deal was probably watching right now, but my brother goes, let me do all the talking. And I said, be my guest. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to do that deal around a card table in a shop. And it'll be, well, it's not going to be a handshake deal. Um, it'll be a contract. But yeah, let me do all the talking. I got Perfect. This. I don't want to anyways. Uh, tonight, three games of the National Hockey League. Winnipeg Jets at the New York Islanders. Calgary Flames at the Arizona Coyotes and Chicago at Dallas. Let me say this. The Flames are in a battle for their lives. They almost can't lose another game. And I'm yeah. very – you want to talk about games of the night. Jets at the Islanders, yes. But I feel like the Jets are fine-tuning. They could add a little here or there. But they're going to be in the playoffs. Calgary's hair is on fire. And what about the Leafs? Where are you guys? You've added Ryan O'Reilly. You're just like literally, you're in that fine-tuning yeah. stage too. Yeah, they're tinkering, um, you know, and playing with cap space. You talked about the Eric Carlson's and the $10 million. I don't remember. Clark would have to jog my memory on what the cap it was for Ryan O'Reilly in St. Louis. But you spend a little draft pick, you give it to Bill Guerin, a $7.5 million player. So you, you give a little draft pick to Bill Guerin in Minnesota and say, Bill, for this draft pick, you're going to have Ryan O'Reilly for about 30 seconds on your roster, and you're going to take a quarter of his salary when you trade him back, retain it. You know, and so you'll need some trading partners to come on board if Edmonton wants an Eric Carlson or if Toronto does or somebody else, right? Um, there's going to be some tinkering happening. In Calgary, with the hair on fire, I don't think they know what they're missing. You know? No. Because oh. I look at the roster, I'm like, they got Huberto, they got Kadri, they got Coleman, they got a lot of great pieces, you know? Obviously, goaltending is not up to par, but maybe you're trading for a goaltender to try and stopgap this and get into the playoffs. But I don't think they really know what they're missing because they just have underperformed. That's a really hard spot to be in. It's a terrible spot to be in. And I'm hoping by the time we get to Calgary, which will be uh, March 13th, we begin a Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, that the Flames are still in it. And I'm hoping for a playoff drive. But I've had – but over time – if you come back for that, maybe I'll have my Stanley Cup final pick, but I've scrapped Calgary, Florida. And by the way, for the gentleman that said that he was going to the saddle dump, his word, not mine, this weekend, I, the Flames are on the road, so I have no idea what he's talking about. He said when he this said weekend. When trip was off to a bad start, um, he's going to be really disappointed when he gets there and there's no game. Yeah. <laughs> Where is everybody? 
We got some good stuff coming in here now. Jason and Red Deer says we're missing good, consistent goaltending. And that's a fact. Listen, I could sit here and we could be Calgary Flames television every day. We, we got to run here. But I saw, you know, with the loss 4-3 to the Flyers the other night, and the analysts are saying, ah, oh, breakdown defensive play here and there. I'm not putting this on Markstrom. Yeah. No, you're not. But Halibut's making 50 saves, okay, in the game. In, it was in New York, was it not? They played back-to-back. Halibut made 50 saves and they won. That's what they need Jacob Markstrom to do. And they're paying him to do it. Anyways, Moose, this has been fun. We'll see you in overtime. Later. Our good friend Sammy Cosentino joins us next from Rogers Sportsnet and NHL Network. It's the RP Show live on the Game Plus TV Network, YouTube Live, iHeartRadio, and WQEE The Key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob. The ERP show continues, and we're having a great day talking sports. A lot of NHL, CHL, CFL, XFL. We brushed on the Blue Jays earlier, and I want to get to that with our next guy in a minute. Sam Cosentino joins us from Rogers Sportsnet, but also the NHL Network, as I've been watching him from down there. It's obviously cold where you are, Sammy. What's with the what's with the lid, man? Are we promoting something today? Uh, you know what? Hockey gives blood. Uh, I do uh, a lot of work with uh, with them and their ambassadors, and it's just a way to raise awareness to uh, to donate blood. It's super important. Uh, super important. You can save a life. It's pretty simple to do, um, and so I'm uh, I'm part of that program. So supporting that, and my buddy uh, Anthony Stewart, hockey equality, wearing his sweatshirt here today. But you know what? More or less, just chilling and getting ready for tonight. So I'm I'm in the, I'm in sweats mode right now. But uh, also nice <laughs> Love to it. get the word out there about a couple of, of cool causes. You know. Yay! Listen, man, you're the busiest guy going. And I saw you did an Instagram live with Carson Bjarnason, the Wheat Kings goalie last night, the pride of Carberry, Manitoba. He's a good one, Sammy. What did he have to say on the Instagram live last night? Uh, fascinating young man. Uh, he's uh, he's really thoughtful. He's pensive. His answers aren't run-of-the-mill stuff that you might get from athletes uh, generally. And kind of cool. He's got a, a musical background on on his mom's side that he's uh, sort of taken a liking to, and it's uh, been part of his escape to get away from uh, to get away from hockey when times are are difficult for him. And you know what? When you're dealing with school, uh, you're dealing with some travel. You're dealing with a hockey club that's right on the precipice of getting in the playoffs. And then you're dealing with your draft year. It's a lot of stuff for a young man to handle. So to have those escapes, Roddy, is, is pretty important. And, and uh, Carson's found that uh, in, in music, which is kind of cool. Good for you, man. And, and, and as you know, junior hockey players are historically the worst interviews, but also the best interviews. And I interviewed Carson live after a game on television. We were doing the game. And I said, what's it like facing Bedard? And he's like, oh, yeah, we, we gear up to stop him. I want to stop him. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he admitted it. And I'm glad he admitted it. But nobody stopped Bedard. 105 points, Sam. Wow. That's funny, Roddy, because I asked them the same question. You know, Regina and, and Brandon, they get to play each other quite a bit throughout the course of the year. And he said to this point that Connor had not gotten them, which surprised me a little bit. But Connor did make uh, mention that in their 14 games left, I think there's a meeting or two in there that uh, his time's coming. So I thought that was kind of yeah. cool. But yeah, getting back to Bedard. You know what I'm. You know what I'd really want for Connor Bedard, Roddy. 
I want Connor to Bedard to go a goal per game in his junior career. He's three or four behind that pace right now. I think he's 114 and 118, something like that. That would be cool. And it's not to, out of the question that he could do it. That would say he'd need, what, 14 games left roughly. Uh, they need 17, 18 goals. Uh, not, not really a problem for him. For everyone else in the world, maybe, but not for him. It shouldn't be a problem for him at all. What do you think he'll have points per game in his rookie year in the NHL? And before you answer that, I looked up, Sid the Kid had 100 in his first yeah. season, and, and uh, McDavid was a lockout shortened year. He had 48 points in 45 games, so they were both over a point. What do you think Bedard will do? I don't think he'll be a point-per-game guy. I mean, I, I'm anticipating an 82-game season, uh, and I'm anticipating somewhere in the 50- to 60-point range for Connor. And I think, you know, you're going to find a, a fair amount of that on the power play. You know, having said that, Roddy, like, he's one of those guys that is really good on his own right now. Typically, I use this analogy for defensemen. That, that simple kind of defenseman that you may not value in junior hockey because he's not a huge point producer ends up being a better player when he goes to play with smarter, better players in the National Hockey League. Um, and, and I think about Travis Sanheim, you know, bad example. He was, I think he was scratched a night or two ago, but he's that sort of guy for me. Typically, we don't use that terminology with forwards. And so when I'm looking at Connor Bedard, like he's awesome on his own, either creating or scoring. I think he's exponentially better when he gets to do that on a regular basis with top six NHLers. So, you know, maybe my 50 or 60 points might end up uh, being low. Of course, health is going to play a, a part in it. Um, and, and what team he goes to is going to play a part in it as well. So bingo. Um, right now, though, just all things kind of being equal, I'd say a 50 to 60 point season is, is in the realm. Yeah, it, it, a lot of it will have to do with where he goes for sure. Uh, hey, just a fun one. Who do you think will be in the Stanley Cup final? We won't hold you to it, but earlier on today here, Ian Mendez said Carolina, Winnipeg. How about you? I think I, I think at the start of the year I had Edmonton and the Rangers. And for me, I'm, I'm kind of sticking with that right now. I mean, Edmonton, I think, needs a little work on D. I think Ken Holland, is, he's looking at all the options. And there are some pieces available for him out there to get that done like there are a lot of pieces and they don't i don't think they need a major major guy i mean carlson would be the dream checker and white would be a nice option but probably doesn't fit but then you get down to the gavrikovs the mccabes um there are some guys out there you know the, the shens of the world maybe one of the the you know the david savards or, or joel Edmondson if he's healthy in montreal one of those guys um so i i think those options are going to be available to ken i mean Campbell's going to have to, you know, he's going to have to bear down here and do in the playoffs what he hasn't done previously. Um, but I like Stuart Skinner in the backup role, and, of course, their forward group is is really good. So I'm going to stick with that for now. Edmonton I had winning the Cup against the Rangers in the final, and I'm going to stick with that. Sammy, uh, we've got about yeah, – we've got four minutes left. As we get older, I realize people don't realize what we did years and years and years ago. And guess what? They don't care. But I care. You were the voice of the Expos. <laughs> right? I care. Right? But they don't know what we did before. You were the voice of the Expos on score. It was awesome, man. And you did. You started in the Blue Jays organization. We all know that. The reason I bring that up is you love baseball. Jays' first uh, grapefruit game Saturday. How excited are you, man, for the Jays this year? Well, I, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for it. Like, there's a lots of... Lots of work for me to be done here, like in our NHL package and whatnot, uh, and a little bit with the NHL network, as you mentioned. 
So that's obviously the main focus, but it, it should be a fun year. I'm excited for the renovations at the Rogers Center. June 5th, 89 was, was the opening game there. It was against Milwaukee. They had to hmm. stop the game and close the roof midway through because they didn't realize how long it was going to take to close it. I was a bat boy then. So I was at, I've, I've, I've seen that place grow up. So for me, what's going to be really cool is to see the renovations, um, you know, uh, see them completed and see what the new ballpark looks like. I think it's going to be more ballparky, and I think that was what they're trying to achieve. Um, and, of course, the team on the field, you know, they got some guys locked up, made a couple of moves, but really excited to see if Barrios can come back and be the guy that, you know, everyone expected him to be. Uh, then I, then I, I don't really see any weaknesses with their club. What about is that? Is this just a stopgap? There was the plan to build an outdoor stadium in west part of downtown. Was there not, or is that not happening? No, I think that's. I think that's all done. I think what's happened is over the course of the beginning of that conversation to now, uh, I know Woodbine Racetrack was going to be a place where that was going to happen. But with the some of the the rules changing and the casino and so on, I think they're in a full blown build mode there right now. To build, uh, you know, a much larger casino and hotel complex there, yes. and surrounding the racetrack and that sort of thing. So, to be honest with you, Roddy, like it's it's three hundred million bucks. It's a, it's a lot of money um, with what they're doing there. And I know some of the people on the construction side of things, they're really excited about what it's going to be. I know that uh, you know I used to talk to a lot of people that sat in those seats right behind home plate. There, I think they're trying to work on some sort of club or steakhouse. Uh, kind of feel that the Toronto Maple Leafs have where you can go back because from those seats right now you have to enter from the top basically 35 rows up to walk down into those those seats you know and those people are paying a lot of money so you'd want maybe a little bit different access area and an area where some of those people can kind of get together and have a nice you know high-end meal and and be able to be a bit more of a revenue generator for the club at that point well it's funny because I saw your boy McAuliffe talking about these renos the day they were unveiled and i'm like tim like they're renos calm down but i'm like it's the blue jays man it's rogers said it. i get it i get it if it was here i would be just as excited i'm like you boys are fired up about the renos man but the team's gonna be yeah. even better we got like less than a minute can you watch the jays not critically can you watch them as a fan or no well i mean it's it's difficult and honestly like the biggest thing for me is that I think we've lost some of that that Canadian touch from a, from a management uh, perspective. Of course, Rogers, the owner, you're not going to find a better Canadian company than that. But from just from a president manager type of situation, you know, I grew up when it was Gord Ash or Alex Anthopoulos. Um, you know, those guys were all around in prominent roles for a long period of time. And at the very least, we always, as an organization, had Paul Beast in there. So that element is missing, and that kind of takes a bit of the shine off of the Blue Jays for me. But from, uh, you know, simple on-field, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's something I can do with my kids, and they enjoy going to the game. So that part for me has increased, and the part about feeling for the club with with less Canadian content, uh, you know, has taken a bit of the shine off. Sammy, the old man, taking his kids to the ballpark. Hey, look how far we've come, Sam. (laughs) Who would have thought it? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, I'll be watching tonight, Sam. Thanks for the time. Okay, buddy. Good to see you. Take care. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Sam Costantino from Roger Sportsnet. Moose will be back for OT right after this. And a sports update if we have time. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, 902-518-3033, the number to reach us. 
We're also on iHeartRadio, live streaming on YouTube and WQEE The Key. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. Because it's a heave-ho. Hi. Oh, Stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. <laughs> wow. Yeah, thank you. Just found out we got no moose with us. And you know what? That's fine. Uh, because I got so many messages here. Folks, you really should text the show now because we're at a point where we're close to being... Too many to read. Uh, but we were talking a lot about the cold. Devin Pakilo is in BC. Uh, it's near the bottom of the screen. I can't get to it. He's just pointing out Devin Pakilo's in Burns Lake, BC. Minus 21 there. Minus 28 with the wind chill. He said, stay warm over there from Devin. I wish I could open it, but there's... It's hard to explain. Brad in Calgary says it's going to be plus three this Sunday. There's an optimist. Guys, Dougal Cameron in Calgary has written in 902 line, and he says, which of Stu Hart's ex-Stampede Wrestling wrestlers did you buy that robe from? Or did the Silver Fox lend you his? Inquiring minds want to know. People watching now or listening now are saying, what robe? Can you put it on the full screen of the... The full bunker, guys. The robe is right there. I took it off. And that sucker is warm. You would think it was, you would think it's sheer. It ain't. It's like a satiny flannel, something we didn't even know existed. Randy is in Strasbourg, Sask. Back on point with who will be in the Stanley Cup final. Randy says, I really hate to say this, but Boston and Dallas in the Stanley Cup final. Goaltending will be the difference. My two cents. From my guy, Barry, he used to be the manager attendant of Taylor Field. Canada's football shrine, as I used to say on the radio, 447 some odd times. Uh, Barry has sent in photos. And again, I can't, I can't, I got to get this figured out. Photos of his ice fishing shack were, I, I don't know anything about ice fishing. Another reason where I think I fit in probably better in South Florida. It's a, it's a, it's a winter Saskatchewan thing to do and I've never done it and I have no interest in doing it. But he's forgotten to turn his heater on in the bucket, I guess. So his fish froze. I guess that's the one thing, because I've had people come up to me at the hockey game the other night, and I will be at the hockey game tonight, the Regina Pats at Medicine Hat Tigers. And by the way, for the Medicine Hat people, 
You can either tune in or you'll know to avoid. I won't. I will be on the broadcast today with Gino DePaoli, the voice of the Medicine Hat Tigers. Big people are coming up to me, going, "I see you in Florida when it's cold here," and I'm. Don't be mad at me. Don't, don't, be mad at me. But at least for this period of February, I'm here with you, freezing away right with you. If that makes you feel better, Kirk writes in and says, uh, Edmonton Oilers versus Toronto Maple Leafs. I kind of feel like that's too much to ask for, but maybe it's good to just put it out into the universe. Because I remember a guy that used to advertise on rodpeterson.com, our website. Uh, his name's Corey from Weyburn. You longtime Ryder fans know him. He wrote me the morning of the infamous Saskatchewan Rough Riders at Calgary Stampeders game where Deron Carter was going to start on the corner going up against Bo Levi. That morning, Corey texted me and said, wouldn't it be something if Deron picked off Bo Levi and returned it to the house? And I'm like, stop, stop, it's never going to happen. I'm like, we just need to win. And danged if it didn't happen, <laughs> just the way he said it. Which, interestingly enough, that's the second time that came up today because Wes Cates wanted to know what's the deal between me and Bo Levi, and I had to tell him. That specific play, Bo Levi has not spoken to me since. Thank you, Ryan O'Radio. He says, another great RP show. Appreciate you on your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE. I feel like all these people listening down there can appreciate the fact that you can go outside without dying because that's what it's like in the great white north right now. And I think a lot of people are just loving the fact that I've gotten so soft and I make no apologies for it. Swerve in Calgary writes in, he says, truckers drive across lakes and rivers in northern Manitoba. Thanks for the update. Last minute of play in the RP show today. Eh, Swerve in Calgary says, the Memorial Cup should be a WHL and QMJHL final by the looks of it. Um, don't get too far ahead of yourself. Rick Campbell, BC Lions head coach, said this once, and I never forgot it. <clears throat> if you look too far down the road, you're going to trip over what you're walking on right now. And enjoy the – Seattle's won eight in a row. Kamloops is on a heater. Just getting out of the West Conference is going to be great hockey, tremendous hockey. Tonight we've got the Pats of the Tigers. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Three NHL games. How do the Flames do in Arizona? So much to get to. Enjoy the games. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody, right here on Game Plus Television, iHeartRadio, YouTube Live, and, of course, your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Hot damn! Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.